Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So, moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop, to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now, Shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo, that's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Sex Wrap. So today we have some exciting news to start off with. And <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Uh, on September 22nd and 23rd, Andrew and I are going to be at the Sex Expo, along with some of our other friends that have Sex and Sexuality podcast. And we will be there September 22nd and 23rd all day. We'll be there to answer your questions. You can come by and meet us. I like how we're acting like we're celebrities now. (laughs) I mean, we are internet famous to the uh, people who listen, right? (laughs) Sure. It's a good question. You could ask us your questions face to face, but uh, yeah, we'll be there just to hang out and talk, and uh, we'll have a little bit of swag to pass out to people who come by our booth. I'm so um, excited about our swag. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. And, and I think the overall Sexpo, I call it the Sexpo, the Sex Expo, um, is going to be awesome. It's in Brooklyn. Did I say that? No. It's in Brooklyn in New York City. Uh, so if you're local or if you happen to be in town, definitely come by. Yeah, it's the Brooklyn Convention Center, and it's right by a whole bunch of subway stops, so it's super easy to get to, so you'll have no problem getting there. And you'll have no problem finding us because she'll have crazy hot pink hair, and I'm extra loud. So between the <laughs> two of us, we'll be pretty easy to find. I Yay. thank you for not saying I'm super loud. Oh, well, she's louder than I am, but you already could tell from the podcast. So there we go. She might even tell you a terrible joke. She I might will. even tell you a terrible joke. 100%. I promise to do that. Yay. Okay. So, um, I mean, we are like well into our August weekly schedule now, which I'm super excited about also. Um, so I hope you guys are all excited to be hearing from us a little more often. And today, what's our question today, Andrew? So our question is, uh, what do you do if someone outs someone? That was a really long way to say it. I probably could frame that a little bit better. Um, is it okay to out someone? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, so I mean, the question that came in was asking, like, what some someone outed someone to me? What do I do? Yeah. So when we say out someone, we mean as in coming out, as in when somebody lets you know what their sexual orientation is. And so if somebody is not identifying as heterosexual in our society, we say that they come out, that they um, identify out loud to friends and family member that they are not heterosexual in some way. And for most people, this is a very deeply personal, deeply private. Um, it's a really stressful, arduous, long-term task 
Uh, and we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, in other episodes about the whole coming out process. That's not what today is about, though. Um, but it's this personal private thing. Um, and uh, the question is, what do you do if someone does this for you or to you, I guess? I guess, And I can talk a little bit about what happened to me in my coming out process. Um, so when I came out to my mom, it was not received very well. And I'll tell you the whole long story uh, eventually. Um, uh, but I thought that she wasn't going to tell people, but she went and she told family members. She told uh, lots of relatives. She told people in communities and churches that I was involved with. So it kind of, um, instead of people hearing from me about my experiences and who I was as a person, um, it came from someone who was very upset about it, right? So it kind of created this context around my coming out that was negative instead of this affirming part of who I was. Now, of course, my whole life, everybody knew I was gay. Like, it was no surprise to anybody. Really, everyone's like, eh, we already kind of knew that. I was the three-year-old who liked to pick flowers. But it doesn't matter whether people might assume or might suspect or might think that somebody is a certain sexual orientation or even gender. Um, it is still up to that person to disclose that to who they want to disclose that to, who they want to tell. And so it's interesting because um, it's very rare that it happens where someone talks about someone's sexual orientation if they're heterosexual, right? So it's in the case where someone's identifying as bisexual or gay or maybe even asexual that someone else feels the need to tell other people about that for them. Right. And it, instead of it being a conversation about the whole person, it becomes just about the sexuality of the person. So it kind of takes someone from a whole human being and it just turns it to this one small aspect of them, an aspect that might have brought them some shame in the past, something that they're not totally comfortable with the whole world knowing. Um, so is it OK to out someone? Um, well, and well, let's just talk a little bit more about the reason that it can be so hard is because in some cultures specifically there's more stigma around being gay or being bisexual or identifying as anything other than heterosexual and and what do you mean by stigma so people might experience some types of persecution they might um not be allowed the same rights or allowed to do things that are basic um, allowances of someone that's identifying as heterosexual or they might get made fun of um, and so depending on the culture some of these things can be quite strong and so within the US specifically there's some some stigma but um, specifically within different segments of our population there's even more stigma and so somebody could be afraid to have their sexual orientation be widely known. They could be afraid of some of the um, things that might happen to them or things that could be said to them or done to them because of that. And so that's why it's so important. We want people to feel safe in who they're telling these things to. And that's why we're so concerned about um, when someone does this for someone else. Right. Uh, I mean, and even if we look at the United States, we know that uh, LGBTQXYZ people face a whole lot of discrimination, um, biases. They get a lot of uh, kind of negativity from the world around them. Um, the most recent statistics about something like uh, homelessness in youth, we know that somewhere between 30 and 40 percent of all 
homeless youth are uh, LG are not non heterosexual identified somewhere LGBTQ, etc. Um, so it's a group that makes up somewhere between two and 10% of the population that makes up more than a third of all um, homelessness. Um, there's still a huge number of young people in the United States whose parents kick them out of their house if they're gay. Um, and those are the kind of reasons like, whenever someone says, is it okay to out someone, I immediately think overall, the answer is going to be no. Um, you never know what kind of uh, reaction people in that person's life are going to have. You don't know how it's going to spread either. You know, like once you tell a secret, it's no longer a secret and you never know where it's going to go, right? If you open that can of worms, it can spread everywhere. Uh, so, so, so our basic answer is no, don't talk about someone's sexual orientation for them. Don't uh, tell that to other friends or family members. Um, but so that's our general rule, but there could be some right. instances where it is more okay. Right. Like if you were talking about the show and you talked about me, you could say to anybody at any time, anywhere that I was gay and it's totally fine. I'm out to the whole world. I'm out and I'm loud and I'm proud and I want to be visible and I want the world to know that gay people exist. But that's because I had to go through this whole process, this whole coming out process and struggling with my identity and figuring out the right words to describe who I am and then revealing that slowly to people and then very quickly to people. And now since it's this central tenant of who I am as a person, I'm okay with the whole, whole world knowing. So if you wanna out me to somebody, I'm mm -hmm. fine with it. But once again, especially with young people, most young people aren't at that kind of space with their sexual orientation and they don't have the security either. They don't know if they're gonna get kicked out of their house or kicked out of their church or lose their job or be kicked out of their apartment. Um, there are some universities, so even there are universities in the United States where gay kids aren't allowed to attend. They can get kicked out of university if someone outed them. So, right, so overwhelmingly, Spring and I both think you should probably not do this for somebody else in almost all cases. But if you know that somebody is out to everyone very openly in their life, not just you suspect, but you know that and you know them well and you've seen that, then in that instance, it's probably okay to discuss that if it's pertinent to a conversation. But overall, people's sexual orientations are not really that uh, important to who they are when you're describing someone. It's not one of the first things that you need to talk about. Uh, what type of sex they're having is not really anybody else's business. And we we do in our culture really want to label people and their sexual orientation and their gender. And that's how we typically describe people to um, others that don't know them. But we want to challenge you, I think, to consider why you might want to do that and consider whether you actually need to do that when you are explaining who one of your friends is to another friend. Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo! That's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. 
This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. It's kind of crazy that we sexualize LGBT people whenever we're discussing them towards others, but we don't really do that for heterosexual people. Like, we don't say, like, this is my friend Amy, and she sleeps with boys. (laughs) Like, it just, it's not part of the conversation, but it's instantly what happens when people start outing other people. Like, oh my God, it's Andrew, and he sleeps with other men, or this is spring, and she kisses boys and girls. Like, no, we don't need any of that information. I don't know. So, no, it's not okay to do to people. Um, But I think probably a a question that's equally important is what do you do in response? So what do you do if someone outs someone to you? Yeah, and I mean, uh, that was the question that we got. And it's also, um, it's very, it's a hard question to answer because um, I think it depends a lot on your relationship with the person that's telling you as well and uh, how you can kind of talk to them and what type of conversation you can have with them. Um, But I think you should, number one, keep that secret because you have no idea about that other person. It likely you don't know how out they are. So number one, you don't tell anybody else. And number two, I would say have a conversation with that person that did that outing about uh, why they did that and uh, whether they can keep that information in the future and, you know, talk about some of the things we're talking about here to help them understand why that might not be an appropriate thing to do. Yeah, I mean, so for me, I would also probably say something to the person, um, you know, well, thank you for being willing to share that with me. I'm going to love and respect that person regardless of their sexual orientation because I like them for who they are as a person. Um, And then, uh, you know, and and I think that we should not be talking about this without the other person's permission as well. I mean, how would you how would most people feel if there is this part of you that society overall doesn't like very much? that people were just constantly talking. I mean, th- there's not really another core correlation that there's not another example we can use for other people, right? Like for the general public that, but if there's this, there's this part of yourself that you're uncomfortable with that people are just starting to talk about all the time around you, it can lead to, I mean, yeah. I mean, Don't I think that. that most people can probably identify that with that in some way, if they've had some secret that's been shared about them that they didn't want shared. Um, I think that happens quite regularly. And so I think it is an easy thing to understand that um, that anything that you don't want shared, there is then shame and guilt and embarrassment that arises when you find out that people know that thing about you that you didn't want them to know. And so I think that if you can identify with that feeling and identify with having something shared about you that you didn't want shared, then you can easily understand why this is an important thing to not share for somebody. 
Yeah. Um, and I guess if you're really close to the person, um, I mean, right, it's that sticky situation. Do you go tell them that this person is outing them to other people? Does that back someone into a corner? I mean, it really depends on your relationship with whoever the person is, whether or not you go to them and confide and say, hey, uh, this is going on. Um, I mean, I wish people would have told me that when my mom was outing me to other people, too, that th- that she was doing it. I found out kind of way after the fact. Um, but uh, it- it's difficult, right? Like, do you go tell the person? What does that do to the mental state of that person? Does it dis- disrupt other relationships in their life? I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, I think that um, if you are close with that other person, with the person that's been outed to you, then that makes it a little easier. And if you already knew even and that was your friend, then it is a different situation where you can then talk with them about what this other person is doing and how you guys can strategize and handle that together, um, how you could support your friend in... Um, in their continual coming out process. And that's that's one of the things about coming out is that it becomes a continual process because there are always new people that you're meeting that you are uh, coming out to and, and letting them know this thing that they don't really need to know. <laughs> Can I tell a really funny story sure. about coming out? Okay, so um, uh, I, I'm at the University of Miami. Most of our listeners know that already. There's this really fun professor of women and gender studies and anthropology, and her name is Claire Porter, and my name is Andrew <laughs> Porter. Um, and there are, and we both teach these classes that students really want to take, really fun, engaging, kind of social justice all over the place. I teach classes about sex and drugs all the time. Um, so students want to take our classes, and there are advisors who are telling students, well, you need to go take a class from one of the porters. <laughs> You know, like Claire and Andrew, the married the married Porter couple <laughs> on campus, which is really funny because I'm married to a dude and she's also married to a dude. Um, it's just but it's just, so I've had to come out a whole bunch of times to people who thought I was gay. But then because I, I tell people I'm gay all the time, um, whenever it comes up, uh, my partner works at the same campus that I do. So, you know, we're visible, but uh, I've had, to ha- I've had to re-come out to everybody who this kind of rumor of me being the straight guy married to Claire, Claire, if you're listening, I love you and you're <laughs> awesome. honey. Um, have a happy but, relationship with your real husband. <laughs> yeah. But I have my own, my real one. Um, no, but it's caused me to have to come out a whole bunch more times because people, it's almost like people are spreading rumors that I'm a straight person. So I've had to come out as not straight all over again, which is, I mean, for me now is pretty funny most of the time, but a couple times it's been like higher level people at my university are like, wait, aren't you and Claire married? And I'm like, what? No, we have the same last name, but Porter is a <laughs> common last yeah. name. Anyway, I, I just thought of that, my crazy recent coming out story. Um, it actually happened today at one of the meetings I was at. I got to come out as not married <laughs> to Claire Porter. It's like, what? How did you even assume that? Pretty crazy stuff. Well. So let's see. So don't, you know, don't out people. Just not. There's no reason to really do it. And it's likely to hurt somebody. And, and someone's willing and ready to share that part of themselves with you. Yeah, and if you have not been explicitly told that you can share that information or you don't know that that person is 
completely out to the whole world, then there's no reason for you to share that at all. Yep. All right. So I think we're at our period. Are we ready? I'm so ready. So uh, we are telling a joke today. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, I wish you could see her. We're going to have to record our faces as we get to the joke because Spring lights up and starts giggling. Her hands are literally over her head. Like, I'm so hum- excited for the joke, guys. <laughs> okay. So what? Um, so I, I, I have the joke today. Great. Are you ready? Everybody? I'm so ready. Okay, totally. Ready? So, um, why are gay people so well dressed? Um, uh, I don't know. Because of all the time they spent in the closet. Oh, oh, oh so terrible! So terrible. I am well dressed today, though. I look great. Thanks, thanks everyone. Uh, all right. You do look great. Oh, okay. So let's see. Um, if you have any questions for us, if you want to chat with us about anything, feel free to get in touch with us. You can reach us uh, via email. Um, we're the sexwrap at gmail.com. Uh, we're, we have a phone number. It's 413-I-RAP it. You can call us. Um, and then you can reach us on our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Sex Rap. Hope to hear from you soon, everybody. Bye. Or you can come see us in September. Yeah. See you in September. Awesome. <laughs> Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Bikemaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese Meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So moms, it's time for our victory dance. Through the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo! That's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle.